Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe. We back with another one. Back with another one. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're going to be talking about the uh, roster evaluations, man. Got a lot of things coming. Free agency is coming. We need to assess this football team. And we need to all sit down and figure out, hey, what's going on? You know, where are we at? Uh, We're going to be talking about our wide wide receiver position mainly today. Uh, We're going to have some free agency talk as well. And some other things just came off of a, you know, Super Bowl as well. You know, Bucks got themselves a win, so salute to them. Uh, we got Hall of Fame inductees, so we're going to talk about it all. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. We shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. Listen. You know what I'm saying? You can also find me as well on iTunes at The Long Beach Joe Show. Go on there. Give me a rating. You know what I'm saying? I love hearing y'all feedback on there as well. Give me a rating, hopefully a five-star, please. Give me some comments under there as well. You also go to the YouTube, too, for those of you that watch me or listen to me on Blog Talk on my shows live. I also live stream during the show as well. So you can go to my YouTube at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets, I'm right there. You can watch the live stream. You know what I'm saying? You can see everything that's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's a lot to get to. A lot to get to. Again, my super chat is in there. Again, I want to thank everyone that hits up my super chats. Everyone that hits me on the Cash App as well. Please feel free to do so. You know, it's always greatly appreciated. But now it's time to get into it. All right, we got to talk about this. We've got to talk about the Jets wide receiver position. There's so many things going on, so many things going on, so many things, so many moving parts. And you look at this situation here with the Jets, we got some guys that are coming up for some some contract situations, guys that we can end up, you know, moving on from. And uh, we've got to make some decisions. I mean, when you look at this wide receiver position right now, I'm going to start with a guy like Crowder. Crowder, for me, when you look at him, honestly – he was our leading wide receiver this year. But I know a lot of people that look at him and look at the situation and look at his contract and they go, yeah, solid wide receiver, did some great things for us. But if we get rid of him, we can save $10 million. That's something to think about. I mean, that really is. Again, that $10 million for a team that's really looking for upgrades that could possibly be out there on the free agency market, that could be something that could help us out. That really, really could. Um, again, I thought that he was one of our better wide receivers. Like I said, he was our leading wide receiver. He made plays. But that $10 million could be the difference between a guy like, you know, us getting Alec Robinson or, hell, if we go uh, go in for a guy like if Kenny, Do- Kenny Galladay actually gets onto the market or Godwin or something like that, those guys are going to want big money. We've already kind of talked about, you know, the range for Alec Robinson at this point is probably $20 million. That's probably starting because you've got a guy like Amari Cooper making that type of money. And Allen's definitely going to want the cash as well. So there's a lot of things the Jets are going to have to look at. When you look at a guy like Bashad Perryman, do we resign him? Is he a guy that you want to see brought back? Um, for me, I'd have no issues with us moving on from him. He alligator armed a lot of footballs. Um, I think we can get better at that position. And I don't know if, uh, again, he's a guy that we can move forward with. I feel like we could get 
uh, a kid that's younger in the draft that can kind of give us exactly what he gives us. Plus, you know, a little bit more with the, with the advancement of skill set that they were probably gain within the league. So there's a lot of things to think about there. Um, then you look at Denzel Mims, who's a kid that, man, we saw some flashes out of him, um, you know, throughout the season, especially early in football games. Uh, he was able to get the ball in his hands. There were games where he really put on and he made us extremely excited. Um, I think everybody looks at him and says to themselves, especially Jets fans, they pretty much say to themselves, hey, this kid's got a bright future. This is a kid that we could see being here. But even, you know, I understand some Jets fans might have questions about him as well because there were some, again, he's a rookie. And I always tell people this, he's a rookie. You can't just <laughs> blast all these crazy expectations on them. But, you know, Mims did have, you know, some up and down games as well. I believe there's a Browns game where he was completely blanked for that game. He didn't have a catch. Uh, he also missed some time as well during the season, early in the season, uh, kind of came on. I think it was like three or four weeks that he missed, got a concussion at the end of the season. So there's some Jets fans that worry or question his durability. Um, and I think that that's something that he'll definitely shake and be able to prove that he's, you know, good to go next season. That's something I just think we'll definitely be looking looking at him for. So there's a lot of questions at this wide receiver market. Who do we, who do we keep? Who do we move on from? Um, Crowder, again, is one of those guys that, I think a lot of Jets fans are looking at right now. Um, they're looking at him and they're saying, hey, we could save $10 million. Now, again, the Jets have, you know, quite a bit of cap money. I think they're at like $63 million at this point. They could get a lot more with a lot of different cuts and things that they could do, though. But we're not hurting necessarily for cap. We're not. But the more that we can get, you know, the more of an impact that we can make in free agency. So there's a lot to talk about. Again, we're also going to talk about, you know, the targets. And wide receiver as well. You know the names that's out there. Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin. There's some other guys too. Will Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster. There's a lot of guys that we could target, man. A lot of guys that we could target. I'm not against us, you know, going after Juju. I know some fans are kind of looking at him kind of differently, but I think he's a guy that could be able to make plays here. Now, is he a number one? I don't know. Uh, But I know he's a solid, he's at least a solid number two. At least. A very solid number two. But I will say that the top of my list is Allen Robinson. I want to see us go after him. I really, really do. And I want to see us score him. He's a guy that I think is a, a, a guy that we should absolutely be trying to make sure that he's a Jet. Now, how much that's going to cost if he does touch free agency? I don't know. I don't know how much that's going to cost, but I know it's going to cost quite a bit. Again, I'll say it's probably going to be north of $20 million per. Are you willing to go there? We're going to ask that question tonight. I know I I am. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I am. I'm ready to go. Now, how far north? Now, you know, that depends. But I'm definitely ready to go north of $20 million per season. So we're going to be talking about that tonight. Definitely going to cover a lot of stuff. Also, you know, we're coming off a of Super Bowl again. Uh, respect to the Bucks. You guys got yourselves a W. Let's give them a hand. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. Not too much, not too much, not too much. That's Tom Brady, not too much. Not too much. Let's not get crazy. All right. That's Tom Brady. I'm not doing too much with Tom Brady. But let me tell you something. That Buccaneers team came out and really put things together. Um, they won the game. You know, it was pretty simple. They uh they got down in the trenches. Um, that pass rush was phenomenal. Uh you look at what they were able to do with uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, look what they were able to do against this Chiefs offense, completely dismantled them. 
Um, I spoke about this constantly. I made a video about it as well, and I talked about, you know, the importance of pass rush and the importance of protection. And there's been a long-standing narrative, you know, within this fan base that, hey, if your quarterback is good enough, it doesn't matter. You don't have to protect him. Not only do you have to protect him, but you don't have to give him weapons. <laughs> we, we, we've heard there's been fans that have definitely said that. Well, listen, you got Mahomes out there who's the best quarterback in the league without protection. That guy did not look the same. Didn't look like the same guy that was coming out during the season and just doing whatever he wanted to do pretty much. Just easy peasy, you know, lofting footballs around. Hey, Tyreek, you look like you're open. Here you go. Hey, Travis Kelsey, you look like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, just go go a little bit more to the right. Okay, there you go. Boom. It wasn't that easy when he had guys breathing down his neck. A lot of questions. A lot of questions, man. So you look at this situation. <laughs> to me, that game was that game was a game that you should look at and learn from. That game was a game that you should look, you should analyze and say, you know what? <laughs> In today's NFL, you must address the offensive line position. You must. You have to be able to protect your quarterback. Because if you can't, you saw what happened to the Chiefs. One of the most prolific offenses, one of them, one of the most prolific offenses ever in the NFL. Didn't score a touchdown. Had nine points. That was it. Mahomes was running for his life all night. Had two interceptions. I think he threw for like 270. It wasn't, it wasn't a great night. And then you look on the flip side, the pass rush that the Bucks were able to provide was ridiculous. Pierre Paul, Shaq Barrett, that guy's going to make a ton of money. These guys are getting after it. You have to be able to rush the passer in this league. If you can't rush the passer in a passing league, you're going to have an issue, big-time issue. And the Bucks just absolutely mauled the Chiefs all game. They didn't look the same. They didn't look the same. So, Salute to the Buccaneers. You guys got yourselves a W. Tom Brady, once again, wins once again. He's tortured us for years, tortured us for years with the Patriots. It just goes off to Tampa, wins another one, another ring for him. Salute. Salute. I respect him. Then you got the Hall of Fame guys. I'm just going to talk about the players because I know there was a lot of inductions of coaches and contributors and so on and so forth. But salute to them as well. Salute to all the Hall of Fame guys. Salute to them. You guys are amazing. These guys are amazing players. Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, who, you know, I grew up watching as well, Charles Woodson. These are phenomenal players, man. Calvin Johnson was unbelievable. Uh, when he was in the league. Alan Fanica, former Jets offensive lineman as well, did his thing, played with the Steelers too, phenomenal. John Lynch, whoo, that guy used to just blast people as a safety. And, of course, Peyton Manning, that's a no-brainer right there. You know, he's done a lot to the Jets franchise. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, you know, he's a great football player. So salute to all of them. Um, I'm happy for everyone that made the Hall of Fame. But I got a question. When is Joe Klecko going to be in the Hall of Fame? That's my question. I'm just wondering. As a Jets fan, now I'm not, you know, I'm not saying there's any bias. I'm not saying there's any hate. I'm not saying none of that. What I am saying is that Klecko belongs in the Hall of Fame. He does. Dude was a beast on the line, played every position, made Pro Bowls, made All Pros. He did everything. Did it all. There's no reason why he is not in the Hall of Fame. 
None. It's completely ridiculous. He's got the numbers, even the sack totals. I mean, just don't even get me started. I can go on for four years. Joe Klecko needs to be in. It's ridiculous. So we're going to get to these callers. Got a lot of people on the line. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. We're going to be talking Jets, wide receivers. We're going to be talking about other things as well in free agency. A lot of things going on in the league, too. Supposedly, Carson Wentz is being shopped. We'll figure out what happens with that. There's a little, you know, rough ledge as well with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. Things getting going back and forth, but we'll talk about it all. So, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. Let me quickly explain this for some people. I run a different type of show, okay? When you call in, you don't need to call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up, okay? I'm saying this because there was a certain person that did not understand how this works. And I'm going to make sure that you do, okay? This is annoying, all right? I'm being honest. Don't call in and hang up and call in and hang up. When you call into my show, you're in a queue. So when you call in, you're going to hear my show. You just need to wait in the queue until your time is up. And when your time comes up, you will know. Now, if I don't know your name, I'm going to call out your area code. You need to know your area code. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm just saying you need to know your area code, all right? So then you'll come on the show, and then we'll talk football. That's how it works, all right? I got callers already. Please be patient. I will get to everybody. It's a two-hour show. I'll get to everybody. Believe me, all right? Just be patient. And honestly, if you want to get on earlier in the show, right, you could call in before the show actually starts, and you'll be on the line early. 515-602-9639. Call in about four minutes before the show, four or five minutes before the show starts. You're up early. But just wait your time. Be patient, everybody. Believe me, I'll get to everybody in a timely manner. I want to respect everybody's time. Everybody's in a line. I will get to you. So that's what I'm telling you. All right. So now we're going to get into it. I'm going to go to my guy, E. I'm coming directly to E. Listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in tonight, E. Give me your assessment of Mims this season. How did you feel about his season? And what are your thoughts with him going forward? Joe, how you doing, man? I hope you're doing good. So, Denzel Mims, uh, I really like him. I think he's going to be a great for the future. I think last year, you know, you know, no, because of obviously with the Roro and stuff, you know, no real offseason and stuff. Uh, and he was hurt mm-hmm. most of training camp, you know, training camp that we had. And, you know, you're not going to like me for saying this, but I don't think he was limited by poor quarterback play. You know, Flacco kind of did better mm-hmm. with him. But um, I think, you know, without Gates now, uh, and hopefully a new quarterback, is, you know, my opinion, but um, I think Denzel Mims will definitely I – think, I think he has a bright future. I've seen a lot of good comps to him. Uh, I've, you know, we were all going nuts when, you know, we traded back, you know, when he was, he fell to us at like 48, traded back, what the hell is Doug was doing? He was there, at, I think 59, picked him, and yeah, we got a great receiver for the future. So, you know, he didn't do as much as, uh, you know, we would hope his rookie year, but he showed, you know, traits and he showed potential. And, you know, that's all you can really ask for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I absolutely respect that. Um, I hear your take, you know, like you said as well, I'll agree. I think that Mims definitely showed a lot of potential, and I think that he's a kid that we're definitely uh, looking forward to seeing next season. But you look at some of the other guys we have currently, and there's some fans already that are talking about cutting Jamison Crowder. 
that could save the team $10 million. What are your thoughts on that, E? Do you think that that's a move that the Jets should make? So I like Crowder a lot. He's not worth $10 million, but we need him. So if we need that cap space, we can cut him or restructure something like that. But if, you know, we don't need the cap space, you know, we have so much cap space, we could probably afford him at that price. I think, you know, you don't have many other receivers. So don't go into the offseason thinking that, you know, you're going to cut him immediately. But it's it's definitely an option if you need to clear up some salary, especially if you can find, you know, some upgrades. Um, you know, I, I, I like Crowder. I, I prefer having, you know, guys who can alternate in the slot, not just having one, you know, guy who's strictly a slot receiver. I, I, I don't – like how people are saying, oh, just play Barrios, you know, it's way cheaper. I think Crowder, you know, he's a great receiver. He's also like, it seems like he's a very good security blanket for like a like a, a rookie or a young quarterback. Like he just he gets open on third down really well. And yeah, I, I would keep Crowder. You know, worst case, maybe you cut him if you need if you absolutely need salary. But I I don't plan on cutting him if I was running the show. Mm, okay, okay. What about Bashad Perriman, man? Because. I know that there's some people in the fan base as well that would like to see him brought back. They like some of the things that he contributed to the offense. Is he a guy that you'd like to see uh, re-signed as well? And if so, what exactly are you giving for him? So I'm not, I'm not interested in bringing him back. And here, there's a few reasons why. So first of all, fans are saying, oh, just make him the fourth wide receiver. Well, if he, wants, he doesn't want to be the fourth wide receiver. He's going to go find another team and be a starting receiver. There's definitely some team in the league that could make him a starter. Like, it looks like, you know, there's definitely teams out there that are going to have weak, you know, receiver positions. It's not just like, oh, the Jets are my only option. He's going to get other options out there. But that's not the biggest Mm -hmm. reason. My thing is, if he was to be the fourth wide receiver forever or whatever, he gets hurt so much. It seems like he gets hurt, like, multiple times a year. And when you're a fourth wide receiver, you don't just play receiver. you got to, you know, contribute on special teams. And if you can barely stay healthy just playing receiver, how are you going to stay healthy also, you know, running down on kickoffs, punt team, all that? So I would I would go for another option. You know, I, I guess worst case you bring back on a cheap deal, but I, I I just want someone who doesn't get hurt so often. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. You know, to me, it wasn't just about him getting hurt as well. There were also times where he were alligator arm footballs. Uh, where he wasn't oh, in the right position yeah. as well within his routes, like this. there was a there was a you know quite a bit of issues with Bashad Perriman, but like you said as well, the injury bug biting him, I think definitely you know could for me I, I I'm ready to move on from him. I, I have no issues in that. Like I said as well, I think that we can get younger at that position. Uh, whether you go into exactly. the draft or even some of the guys that are going to be in free agency, and we could get better. So that's that that would be the move for me. But I'll tell you what, there's a young guy that I was impressed by, you know, in some of the snaps that he got in Jet Smith. He looks to be an exclusive rights free agent at this point. Would you like to see the Jets get a deal done with him to bring him back? Who cares, man? I, I mean, yeah. It's not like you really? can't get any other offers. So, I mean, what's so special about Jeff Smith? I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna, I just, you know, people are hyping up his, I think it's his brother, Vincent Smith, coming into this year. Like, oh, yeah, you can yeah. draft another wide receiver. We got Vincent Smith. I mean, you know, as a backup, sure, but he's, I don't know, he's not really a starter. You know, yeah, exclusive mm-hmm. right free, let's see, you can just re-sign him for nothing. Yeah, why not? You know, you need depth. You know, why not? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a good depth guy. And, again, I like what he brought. So, 
understand, you know, he's not a big name starter, a big, you know, a number one wide receiver, but we still need guys that are going to be able to do some of the things that he does. So I would, I would like to see the Jets bring him back, but if they don't, again, there's other options for us as well, whether it be, you know, continuing to search a free agency or the draft. But I think that Jeff Smith is a guy that, you know, showed some promise. So I'd like to see him brought back. But again, we're talking about going into free agency, and there's a lot of guys out there, man. A lot of names starting to mix and swirl around. What are your thoughts about the Jets signing Allen Robinson? Would you like to see that? And if so, how? What do you think we're going to have to end up giving per year to really seal the deal? Seal the deal with him. What, what exactly would make you comfortable? I would do anything to get Allen Robinson. He's been that stud with crap quarterback play. He's that Blake Bortles. Nick Foles, Mitchell Trubisky, like, you know, get him with a good quarterback here, dude. I think I think it might cost like twenty one million because I think Amari Cooper got twenty million last year, so he's probably gonna mm-hmm. wanna, you know, set the mark himself for maybe, you know, twenty one, you know, twenty twenty five, something like that. Um, you know, it's it's expensive, what? but especially if you get a quarterback on a rookie contract, it's not gonna be too big of a deal. Okay, well listen listen. Here yeah, we go. No. Because I'm, I'm about to challenge this point, all right? I, look, I hear you. I hear you. I'm willing to go quite a bit for A-Rob as well, but there's got to be a cutoff point, right? Are you willing to do $24 million per season? 24? No, no. 24. For a receiver? No, no. Who, yeah. Does anyone even get I'm asking. I'm just asking questions. I mean, that you're resetting the market by like $4 million. I, Are there any other receivers that get that much? I mean, there are some guys that are coming up. You know, the numbers are going to go north. The, 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 mar- the market's going to get reset at a certain spot, right? We all know guys are coming up for deals. We know that there's names yeah, out there. Galladay's like out there. Godwin's out there. A-Rob's out there. Like, there's going to be guys out there, right? So the market's going to get yeah, reset. I'm just asking. If he asks for $24 million, again, there's other destinations that he could go to. Got teams that are proven winners right now. We're still trying to build. He could, he could come here, you know, be in the process of building, or he could turn it around and be, hey, look, I can go somewhere else. I can move on, go forward, go with this team, go with that team, and they're already in contention. If he wants to come here and he says, hey, look, I'll, I'll, come, I'll come play for the Jets, but I want a little bit more than I would get somewhere else, are you willing to do that? Are you willing Are you willing to give up that $24 million if that's what he asks? Is that your ceiling? Is that, like, is that your no point? I honestly think it is because we got a we got other positions besides just one wide receiver to get. So I, I twenty four is a lot, okay. man. I mean, what what okay. quarterbacks make twenty four million? Yeah, I mean it's tough. It's tough. I hear you. If you you want to stop there, if that's what it is, I feel you. I'm just asking questions, man. That's all I'm doing. I'm just asking no, no, questions I, I get because it, free agency. The name of the game. The name of the game is to pay. We've seen deals yeah. be done, and it's insane, right? We've seen that. We've seen corners get paid an enormous amount of money. We've seen that. You know, guys really, really getting paid like crazy. So, you know, it is what it is there. But my next question for you is this. Let's say the Bears franchise Allen Robinson, because that's something that they can do as well. They'd actually pay him quite a bit less than they would if they had to resign him. Let's say the Bears franchise him. Are you willing to trade for Allen Robinson? Depends on the compensation. Let's say the Bears say, you give us a first-round pick and a second-round pick, 
and you can get Allen Robinson. Are you doing that? No. And they have no leverage because you're, you're, everyone knows you're tagging him just to trade him. I think he's worth maybe a second-round pick, you know, on a one-year contract. You know, you're not spending any You think Allen Robinson is only worth a second-round pick, E? No, for one year of Allen Robinson. Well, it would be a sign-and-trade, of course, though, right? Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily trade for him unless it was a sign-and-trade, right? Yeah, but I don't think the Bears have the leverage to get a first and a second round pick. Maybe a first, late first round pick, but or early second. I don't think mm. they have the leverage because everyone knows they're trading him. He, he's not going to. He doesn't want to be there. Okay, I mean, I look at it like, like the this. Whole, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. It's gonna and I, these these guys aren't close to each other, you know, in skill wise. But like with Ngakwe last year, you know, he signed a franchise tag, and everyone knew. He was doing everything he could to yeah. get out of town. Now, I'm not saying Ngakwe, you know, at his position is that as good as Allen Robinson, but you know they were able to mm-hmm. get you know a second round pick because everyone knows he doesn't want to be there. Everyone knows they're tagging him just to trade him. So I, I wouldn't give yeah. him a first and a second, maybe a late first at best. But okay, yeah, I respect your take there. What are your thoughts about uh, Will Fuller? Because a lot of people are talking about Will Fuller as well. Is he a guy that you think the Jets should be interested in? No, it's it's the same thing with Perryman. He's a better player than Perryman, but he can't stay on the field. I mean, mm. and when he can stay on the field, he gets busted for PEDs. So I, I'm he's never yeah. played a full season in his career. He's been in the league for how long now? I would say no. I would I would rather you know, and he's playing the cost of it too. So you know what is it worth paying what fourteen million a year for thirteen games of Will Fuller at best? Like I, I'm I'm saying no to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I respect that take. So my final question for you is, what are your thoughts about watching that uh, that Super Bowl, man? How did you feel about watching the Bucks win that game? I'm not as mad as you know, other Jets fans about Brady winning another one because it kind of rubs it in in the Patriots' face. You know, at the end, I I kind of hate Belichick more than Brady now. So, um, mm. you know, Brady's gone now. He's kind of irrelevant to us. You know, he's done all the damage in the past, but going forward, you know, he's in a different conference now. So, for me, I, I just, it's, you know, I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Mets fan. We've been bad for so long. It's good to see a team that's stuck for so long finally win one. And all those players who have been there for forever, like Mike Evans, Levante David, uh, even guys like, you know, haven't been there for that long, but have been, you know, veterans like Endomic and Sue, you know, Steve McClendon former Jet, I guess Todd Bowles, you know, former Jet. It's, it's nice to see, you mm-hmm. know, some guys like that who really deserve it win a ring. So, yeah, you know, the game, I don't think it was as bad as people think it was. Like, it was a defense game, but it was like a fun defense game on, like, you know, 2018 Super Bowl where it was just nothing but just sloppy offense and just, like, there was no, like, picks or sacks or anything. It was just incomplete passes and, like, run stuffs and stuff. This, you know, you had, you know, sacks. You had a ton of interceptions. You had, like, a ton of energy. So, I, I thought it was a decent game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look, I respect it. Listen, E, I got to get back to these lines, my man. Everyone's calling in. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You have a good night. Yeah, man. You have a good one, too. All right. Have a good one. Listen, lines is blazing, man. We're going to get to it. Look, I, I understand some people, you know, hear 24 and they think, oh, that's that's a lot. Listen, DeAndre Hopkins, there's guys that are making 20, 20 $21 million a season. They're getting guaranteed stuff per year. You're going to have to give up a bit of money to get A-Rod, let me tell you, okay? Because he ain't coming cheap, my man. He's not coming cheap, I'm telling you. He's really, really not. (laughs) 
Julio Jones is making that bread as well. There's guys, man, that are really getting paid quite a bit in this league. And they're not QBs. So we got to start looking at that stuff. Seriously. Salute to Eddie. Eddie in the chat with the super chat, man. Salute to him. Got another savage in the chat going off. Eddie in the chat says, uh, again, one another savage. Says if you're going to give up a first round pick for a wide receiver, do it for DeAndre Hopkins. Best hands in the NFL. Too bad he's not available. Yeah, I mean, listen, you give up a first round pick, you got to go and make sure that the guy you give it up for is serious business. Would I give up a first round pick for A Rod? I definitely would think about it. He definitely would be a guy that I would like to make a move for. It would it would definitely depend on what first round pick they're talking about. But Allen Robinson is unbelievable. That dude's phenomenal. He's always had, he hasn't had the best quarterback play either. I think he's way up, maybe even better than what people already know that he is. He can put up the numbers for sure. For sure, he can put up the numbers. You just got to get him in the right spot. I think if you want to get A Rob, you better start thinking because, again, we're going to have to pay. These guys are not going to come cheap in free agency. They're truly not. Again, there's wide receivers that are making quite a bit of bread. We talk about Amari Cooper making 20 million. Talk about DeAndre Hopkins making 21 million. Julio Jones, I believe, is making 21 million as well. 23, 24. I know some of y'all, you know, don't like those numbers necessarily, but let me tell you, it's not a. <laughs> we might be pushed there. We might be, you know, especially if you want to bring a guy in the door. So it all depends on the cutoff spot. It really, really does. So we gonna keep getting to these lines and salute to all the savages in the chat. Salute to everybody in the chat. Again, if this is your first time listening to me, if you're listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, I call my chat the savages, man. I call them the savages. Why? Because they're pure savage. They're pure savage. Nobody is safe. Nobody. Not even me. Nobody is safe. Listen, you bring a take that they don't like, they're going to get after you. Point blank, period. That's how it works around here. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. I'm going to get back to these callers, my man. So now I'm coming to 914. 914, I'm coming directly to you. 914, give me your thoughts. Rashad Perryman, are you resigning him? No, the injury that it just didn't really do much to warrant a resigning. Hmm. Okay, okay. Are you cutting Jamison Crowder? Nah, I would. You need some continuity because there's a good probability, like you know, there's been a lot of rumors tying uh, Sam Donald being traded to Washington for pick 19. So I mean, if you're gonna have yeah, there's a, a lot of rumors about that out there. But my, my question is this, though. I understand, you know, you're saying, hey, I wouldn't be interested. Like, you talk about continuity, but at the same time, I think you need to also think about the fact that hey, this guy is also you know making 10 million dollars this season. Doesn't that factor into your mind as well when you look at his position? Yeah, true, but, like, we don't have many proven commodities on offense. He is a proven commodity. And, you know, like, you you don't want to cut him and then strike out in free agency. Now you've got to rely on draft picks and uh, younger players who aren't let's prove it. Okay, okay. What are your thoughts about – what are your thoughts about the possibility of going after Allen Robinson? I mean – do you think that that's a realistic, you know, signing for the Jets? And if so, where does your cutoff point? How many? How much are you willing to give him a year comfortably? Um, I'm not really sure about the price. To, the price I haven't been paying attention to, but you know, I'd be willing to 
give him a a good offer. I guess what would you know the thing is well clearly he he has shown interest in the Jets. Obviously you know liking the I think he liked uh, something ref- mentioning Robert Sala's press conference. So he clearly mm-hmm. has no. It's not like years past where guys would avoid us like the Black Plague. So clearly they. Yeah, but that be, doesn't necessarily mean that just because a guy likes you know Robert Sala's you know, him being here and guys are interactive on social media, that doesn't mean that, you know, we're absolutely, he's smitten with us. There's going to be other teams out there vying for his services as well if he actually touches free agency, right? So we're going to be in a, you're you're absolutely going to be in a bidding war because, again, there's going to be other teams. And we've seen in the past where players will utilize us or use us for leverage, right? We've seen that in the past. We've seen in the past where players will, you know, we, I love the Jets. I'm thinking about the Jets. I mean, how many reports have there been throughout free agency where people talk about coming here, where players talk about, you know, the possibility? I mean, there's guys left and right, media all over the place yeah, saying, hey, he's interested in the Jets. Hey, he wants to come here. And then it doesn't happen. And we're utilized yeah, for leverage. Talking, That's happened so many times to us. Yeah, so, you're again, you're going to be bidding against other teams. So when you look at this situation, that's why my question is to you, you know, how much do you think you'd be able to give him per year comfortably to come here? And what are you comfortable with? I'm, I'm not really sure, but, like, you're talking about things in the past, and honestly, there are, there are only a handful of teams that really have a lot of money to spend. So what are the three teams with the most money are New York, the Colts, and the Jags. He's not going back to Jacksonville. Yeah. That's not so – you can cross them off the board. So maybe Indy may, New England's not New England has a lot of cap, but they they don't like paying people, and he's not going to go to New England. They look like a dumpster fire. So I mean, it's maybe New you York. Know, and that, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You could say that, but that, right, they did not have a great season this year. But let's keep it real. The Patriots right now they didn't have a good year, but they have a history of winning. They have a history of being winners. If you look at some yeah, of the the, the, the weapons that they've gotten before. Randy Moss was there, and he won with them. That was yeah, a big time wide They've had other guys as well, other free agents that they've paid to come there, and they've been able yeah, to perform. Have, so, yeah, I, look, I understand what people are saying about them now, but let's not push the Patriots completely out the picture as if they still don't have one of the best coaches to ever be in the NFL, as if they're not an organization that, can, that understands how to transfer themselves and get back into that winner circle, because they can. And they are an attractive destination for free agents. Odell Beckham no, is not going to play for them all the time. And he's one of the better no, wide not. receivers in the league. Yes, they are. I, I don't think anyone How are they not? You, you have a, you have a coach, you have a coach in Belichick that has won multiple Super Bowls. How is that not an attractive destination for free agents? If you want to win in this league, he can tell you how to do that. He's proven it. Well, number one, number Period. one because look, let, I'll give you three I'll give you several reasons why the pages are. The division has completely changed. The days of the Patriots dominance is over. They got right now Miami and Buffalo are ahead of them. And despite what the record says, the Jets are not that far off. Despite their record, the Jets are not that far off. So it's not like the days of the past where you're locked for a conference championship. And then secondly, the Bill Belichick's authoritarian coaching style is not one that it speaks is not one that people are very fond of. Think about it. Rob Gronkowski retired, and the moment Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, he came out of retirement to be traded to Tampa Bay because he did not want to play with he didn't want to play for Bill Belichick. I mean, okay. that, that goes to show you. That's only that two something. players. 
he's had guys in the past like Chad Ochocinco that went there that was a, a big personality that went there to play for him because he loved and respected him. He's yeah, had other guys like, as well. I just talked about Randy Moss that like has come him. there that wanted that loved him and wanted to play for him. So there's been other players in the past. There's certain players, yes, that would stay away from that type of coaching style, but there's other players regardless of, you know, who they are, is wants to come there because he can win. He's, yeah, he how many win. players have gone talent. there and have transformed their transformed their careers with Belichick and the Patriots? They are a destination the because they're winners. If you want to win, all right, even though they the, his coaching style may not fit certain players, if you want to win, you can go to the Patriots and win because they've shown that. Not anymore. The, the, those okay. days are gone. It's, it's, trust, trust, trust me. Look, look. Okay, but let's. Okay. But um. <laughs> let, let's get, let's get back to this this deal with Allen Robinson. Then <laughs> you look at this situation. I guess, I guess this is my final question before I let you go. The, How much are I you willing to give him per year? I guess somewhere around in the twenty range. Okay, so twenty million per year. Somewhere in somewhere That's in that cutoff. range. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. All right. Listen, I gotta get back to these lines because they are burning. Oh wait, you want great some to more jets? My you friend, want... you have a good night. Okay, oh, wait, 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 you want another Jets trivia question? Go ahead. All right. Okay, true or false, the Jets hold a Super Bowl record that cannot be broken. They hold a Super Bowl record that cannot be broken? Yes. I'm going to say true. You're correct. The Jets hold the record mm. for the shortest field goal in Super Bowl history. Jim Turner's oh, final field see, goal. Was from a range of nine yards because of you finally got one. There you go. You know what I'm saying? I got one. You have a good night, my man. It was great to speak to you. All right, man. I I got him. I got him. I got him. Every time. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-969, 515-602-969. Look, I understand. Everyone has their takes. I'm going to challenge people's points. But at the end of the day, man, come on. Don't Look, I understand the Patriots are not looking good, and I don't like them, but I respect them. They didn't look good this year. But don't start counting the Patriots out and saying it's over because they had a bad season. Do you know how long they had a streak where they had been in the playoffs for so long? It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was completely ridiculous. Players still, the, the Patriots are a destination for free agents. They are, because if you want to win, you can go there and do that. You can. They're one of the greatest coaches ever. Their coaching staff is constantly getting plucked from every single year. This year, of course, they didn't dominate the vision of having the past that they've dominated for so long has been ridiculous. They've won so much has been ridiculous. As long as Bilicek is there, the, the Patriots are a destination for free agents. They are. But we're going to keep getting to these lines, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines. I think I'm going to my guy Steve next. Steve, my man, it's good to speak to you. I hope you're having a good night tonight. Give me your thoughts about the Jets possibly chasing Juju Smith-Schuster. Is that a guy you'd like to see in green? Hey, Joe. Well, first off, how you doing tonight, man? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Well, first off, before we get into it, the announcement I would like to make is, you know, 
As of two nights ago on February 7, 2021, the 2020 New York Jets season officially ended. With this announcement mm-hmm. now on tonight on the Long Beach Joe Show on February 9, 2021, the 2021 New York Jets season officially begins. So, All right, well, there we go. And so now you're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, so here is the thing about Juju. Now, I think if, let's say, if, if Coach Solemn and Mike LaFleur and Joe Douglas decide together, you know, we want to keep Sam, we want to give him another shot. Listen, I think bringing Juju Smith-Schuster would be a nice acquisition. The only thing that people do have pro- a problem is with him is, is what he does off the field. I mean, the whole dancing thing that he does on TikTok, because that, that's something that Jet fans are all saying. Like, earlier today on Facebook, I was, I was looking, you know, at the thing was with Will Fuller and Juju Smith-Schuster, and a lot of Jet fans I was seeing were looking more into Will Fuller than Juju. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, I, you look, I understand people talking about, um, you know, Will Fuller. I think that Will Fuller – is a solid wide receiver, but I do have questions about Will Fuller. Um, Will, to me, he just shows an inability to stay healthy. Um, but when he is healthy, he's unbelievably explosive. That's the one thing about Will Fuller that is just unbelievable. When you talk about a guy that could take a top off a of defense, woo, that's him. Yeah, and I'm no, talking about this yeah, dude no, has you, rockets no, no, on his I mean, back. He is gone. But my biggest question for him as well is, not just the inability to stay on the field and stay healthy, but there's times where he drops a lot of footballs, especially bombs that are w- where he's wide open. I saw Deshaun launch so many balls his way where he was running by himself because he had absolutely dusted the defender and he dropped a lot of those footballs. So I'm a little worried about that, but I'm telling you, you want to talk about a guy that gives you a chance to really just crush people and really make them pay instantly. It's Will Fuller. It's Will Fuller if he's got his head on straight. And also the PED stuff as well is a big concern, too. Go yeah. ahead, Steve. Yeah. Joe, the other thing, though, because, you know, there are going to be other positions that the Jets are definitely going to be looking at in this offseason besides wide receiver. And listen, I think the wide receiver mm-hmm. position is definitely one of the most needs we need. I mean, I mean, because mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you something. Now, listen, I love Jamison Crowder, and Crowder does have one more year left on his contract. I personally mm-hmm. wouldn't mind keeping him for his last year because, obviously, because last year, I mean, he was our best receiver on the team. You know, and Denzel Mims has a chance, the potential of still being a great receiver. It was just – thing was at times that I also felt like last year during during last season was that – Mims never really got an opportunity. I mean, yes, he was hurt, but Adam Gaze, as we as we've seen him in the past do this before, Adam Gaze did not use Denzel Mims right when Mims was healthy. I think now with Mike Lafleur as the offensive coordinator, I think he will definitely use Mims more. And the only thing I'll just say before you talk about the next thing. I would be very happy with moving on from Brashard Perriman. I think Perriman yep. is a garbage receiver. I, I think he sucks, okay? I, 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 I think he sucks. Woo! I'm, listen, right now, 
Steve is bringing the fire, okay? He's bringing the fire out. It is what it is. I mean, Steve's bringing it right now. I'm just sitting back like, whoa, he's a garbage receiver, Steve says. I, look, I hear you, Steve. I, I respect your takes on that. I'm a guy that wants to move on from Bashar Perryman as well. Uh, he's not a guy that I would be interested in uh, bringing back. Um, like you said as well, I like Denzel Mims. I like what he brings to the table. But my question for you is this. You talked a little bit about Crowder. I'll let you go for a minute. But, I mean, when you look at the situation, look, I get it. He's a, he's a solid wide receiver. He's our best wide receiver this year. But you can save $10 million if you cut him. You can save $10 million, And you can take that $10 million and start to pour over into other position groups. Isn't that something that should also, you know, start ticking in your head, too? Because the Jets need a lot of other stuff, right? So wouldn't that yeah, make no, sense if you moved on from Crowder for that cash, though, Steve? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, the thing is with Crowder is, listen, Crowder, yeah, definitely saving $10 million will definitely be a key factor. I mean, because, listen, mm-hmm. Jets go into this offseason with the second highest amount of cap space. But still, the biggest concern is going to be is, is as of now, we, we have three options of happening at the quarterback. Number one, is it going to be Sam Darnold? That's going to be our quarterback for 2021. I would still love to give Sam another chance, especially with the, with the new coaching system. Um, you know, option two, the whole thing with Deshaun Watson going out of me. Listen, everything in that Texas organization is a mess right now in Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston's in a worse position right now than we are. Than we are. But and the third option is is you know. If, if let's say if we choose to trade Sam, we don't get to Sean, then obviously then that's option three. We draft one of those two quarterbacks, either Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. It's just, honestly, Joe, I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, but I do have the faith, you know, in Joe Douglas again, and, you know, especially with Coach Solemn of what he'll do. Listen, I, I I will say this right now. Robert Solomon's going to be a better coach than Adam Gaines. 100% mm. he's going to be. It's just, okay. honestly, I just don't know what's going to happen. And the thing that Joe Douglas has to do this offseason is he can't be too cheap in free agency. Because last year, he mm. wasn't very aggressive last year, and he's got to be aggressive in free agency. we got the second highest cap space. you got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Steve, this is a great call from you, man. This is a great call. I respect it. I respect it. Go ahead and do it. Come on. I respect it, Steve. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Steve. This was a heck of a call from you. You have a good night, my friend. Hey, listen. Listen, I appreciate the love. Oh, and by the way, before also the other last thing I want to say before I go off, before you let me go, I want to mm-hmm. send a huge congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of winning their second Super Bowl bowl in their franchise yeah. history. You know, I mean, it did suck seeing Tom Brady get another ring, but two people that I'm very happy for on that Buccaneers team 
former Jets defensive tackle Stephen McClendon and our former head coach Todd Bowles of getting a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Yeah, salute to them. Again, thank you for calling in, Steve. You have a good night. No problem, man. Bye-bye. Listen, Steve calling in with a lot of fire, man. He called in with a lot of fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Sean, Eddie, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in there, man. Robbie, salute to everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of, you know, a lot of love for everybody. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. You can call in. We're talking Jets. We're talking wide receivers. We're talking free agency. Talking about a lot of things, man. A lot of things. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. I think this is my guy, Mikal. Mikal might be on the line right here. Mikal, is this you, my man? 817, Macau? Oh, I think we lost him. I think what's lost going him. I think on, Joe? Oh, there you go. I was about to say, what's going on here? What's, what's up, man? man? How are you feeling tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. How about you? I'm good, I'm good. So, Macau, you already know where we're starting, baby. Listen, Rashad Perryman, are you re-signing him? Not at all. Not at all. Oh. Not, not with a 10-foot pole? No, not at all. I guess my I guess my Ooh. logic is there's too many there's too many options available to mm-hmm. bring Perriman back in. It's, it's it's not even a thing where I'm I'm a scorned scorned you know scorned team. Oh hey you burnt this big contract. It's, it's literally there's just too many other options available to go back down that path. You know there is there's there's quite a bit of options. Now you look at other options as well. Like you talked about our wide receiver position. There's a lot of fans out there already starting to kind of talk about. You know, releasing Crowder because he could, you know, save the Jets ten million. You get rid of him, the Jets keep ten million. Is that something that you would be interested in? Well, moving on from Jamison Crowder, harvesting that ten million, utilizing it to better, you know, the Jets' offense in other ways. Now, I don't mean to be that guy, Joe, but would you pay ten million dollars for six hundred and ninety-nine yards and six touchdowns? I'm not. Ooh, I'm not. Because I mean. Because in all because in all actuality, when you when you when you look at Crowder and the production, he's mm. the best player on the worst team. That, so mm. naturally, he's going to look better because you know what? Hey, the Jets are terrible. So Crowder stands out. But in all actuality, when you stack those numbers up, that's not that's not ten million dollars worth of production. Lowest level, that is not ten million dollars worth of production. So me personally. I can move on from Crowder. It, that, it, it wouldn't be my number one thing. That, mm-hmm. that, that's not going to be my number one thing I'm addressing in the offseason, but it's one of those things. If I'm sitting down with, with my team and it comes up, it's an option, especially if you're talking about bringing in top-tier talent, freeing up cash space for somebody like A-Rod. Mm. Okay, and, and that leads me to my next question for you, because you're bringing the fire, man. Here we go. go here we go. I'm ready to get there with you. Listen. Let's go. A-Rob. Listen, A-Rob McCow, we already talked about it. You look at this situation, this is a guy that we all know if he touches free agency, he is going to command quite a bit of money. All right? That's without a shadow of a doubt. We know that there's going to be teams that are going to be buying for his services. I've already said, I think $20 million per season is probably the starting point with him. How how far north of twenty million are you willing to go? Are you willing to go twenty three, twenty four for a rod per season? 
Again, they the, the chat probably gonna want to put me on the stage. However, yeah, I don't I don't mean to be that person. I'm not going past 24, but this is why. This is why. Again, if you mm-hmm. let's say you drafted just so how high are you going? How high are you going? going? Hold on, Macau. How high are you going? Pro- probably probably 24 and a half. That's my that's my that's it. That's my mm. cap. 24 and a half. And, and after that, you know what? Mm, I, I feel like you might be milking. Well, okay, 20, but, 24 and a half. But in my logic, that's a, 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 that's we we brought him in. Everybody mm-hmm. feels like we didn't give him a real opportunity to succeed. However, right or wrong, what did the Cardinals do? Cardinals brought in Kyler Murray. That's their guy, and 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 they're they're trying to give him the keys to succeed. If you're whether you're bringing in Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, you have to give a quarterback an option. You got to give him somewhere to throw the ball. Worst case scenario, you got to give you got to give the defense something to game plan for. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not game plan for Denzel Mims or Jamison Crowder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're talking facts right now. You, you're talking facts. You're spitting it. I mean, I look at this situation and I, you know, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Giving him, you might have to give him somewhere near that, especially to have him come, you know, to the area. So we'll see what happens. You got to be my next question for I mean, you. I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah you do. You got to no, be just saying, you know, especially. Because it's one of those yeah, things where, like, you I, about I, I free agency. not you know, yeah, again, okay, cool, we're not going to play the draft tax and Robert Salad, but at the end of the day, we all go to work, right? And my whole motivation mm-hmm. for going to work is getting paid. you got to be serious. These these guys work their whole life. They're going to get paid. And, cool, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be part of a winning team. I want to be part of a culture change. But at the end of the day, i got to make sure that come retirement, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, now my next question for you is this. If you, if the Bears decide to franchise Allen Robinson, because they could do that, are you willing to trade for him? And if so, what is the most draft capital you're willing to give up? I guess it depends on how much hardball the Bears are actually trying to play. Um, like like one of the callers alluded to. Are you willing to we, give up a first-round pick? Yeah, but it, but it, it, it depends on which first-round pick. I'm not giving you the second. Okay. I'm probably not even trying to give you one this year. But if you want to take the Seahawks pick next year, hey, hey, go on ahead. Go for it. Because mm. it's one of those things where uh, I, I really don't know where they're going to end up. Hey, if it comes back to bite me in the butt, I can live with it. But at, at this point in time, I don't know what that draft pick's going to be. I could, look, you're bringing the fire right now. you got a lot of takes, and I can respect it. And my next question for you is there's a lot of rumors swirling about Juju Smith-Schuster, that name swirling about out there, is he a guy that you'd like to bring in as well? On, okay, on the top end, no. But if I truly believe in Robert Sala and this culture change situation, which I do, yeah, I can bring in Juju Schuster-Smith because Robert Sala is going to hold people accountable. Hey, all the antics, You the first day you bring Juju in, you sit him down, you have a candid conversation with him. This is what we expect. This is what we. This is where we're going. We are not the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, hey, and 
not in the sense where, hey, we don't want to win, we don't want that culture, but we don't want what you were doing on the stage. So I need you to be mm. on best behavior. And to a certain mm. extent, hey, work that into a contract. Give yourself a way out in case Juju turns into Juju. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I respect that. I respect that. I respect that take there. So my final question for you before I let you go is, what are your thoughts about the Bucks reading that Super Bowl, man? How'd you feel watching that? What was your reaction? Again, I don't mean to be Mr. Controversial, but I I hate Tom Brady for years. I have wanted that man to break his leg or arm fall off or anything that you could wish on Tom Brady. I was praying for it. But at the same time, like, I'll, I go to work and I work hard every day, and I watch Tom do nothing but that. He's forced to leave for years. So to have Bill Belichick essentially try to undermine his greatness and for him to rise up off the ashes like the Phoenix and kind of just, I did it. It was beautiful. I told people all week, I was like, Tom, go win the Super Bowl, folks. And, and I want him to because in all actuality, it was Tom, the plate, gate, whatever you want, Tom's a great quarterback. I would have loved to have him. Cars didn't work out that way. Tom deserved it. Look, Pat Mahomes ain't nothing against you. It's just Tom, 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 Tom put the league on his back. I'm, I'm glad he won the Super Bowl. Shout out to Todd Bowles. Glad, glad he got to have that redemption party. Great for Steve McClendon, all, all the vets on the team that got to do it. But, I mean, end of the day, I, I was glad they won, mostly for Tom, but I was glad that they won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look, I, no, I respect it. I respect it. This was a heck of a call from you, Macau. This was a heck of a call. I mean, you, you got the car, man. You got the car. You got the car, I respect it. Listen, Macau, I got to get back to these lines, man. You left the lines cooking. These lines are blazing right now, ah. man, all right? You, you have a good <laughs> night, man. You too, man. Be safe, Joe. All right, peace. Oof, Listen, McCattle called in. He didn't play no games. He got straight down to business. Straight down to business. You know what I'm saying? You know, I go back and forth with everybody. I get attacked. People want to hear my takes. I give them my takes. I mean, what what else? Do what want, more man? do you want from me? What do you want? Trying to come after me. I love it. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Again, we're going to keep getting to these lines, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines. I think this is my guy, Chris, up next. 857. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. I hope you're having a good night, my man. I hope everything is good with you. I want to thank you for calling in. Now, Chris, listen, we starting off. Jamison Crowder, a lot of fans want him cut. They want to save that $10 Are you one of those fans? No, we don't cut Jamison Crowder. In fact, we don't cut, mm. we don't cut Bashar Perryman. Half of the college what? team that listen to me, man. Half of the college okay, I'm listening. If this this is this is what I'm telling you guys, and and I, I would say it's conditional. So I know you you're you're of the fan that we keep Sam Darnold and we build around Sam Darnold. Okay, if you're keeping Sam Darnold, one of the things that you got to have is continuity. And this guy Bashar Perryman. Has has had a good career, has shown sparks of of greatness with James with uh, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, goodness okay. with Jameis Winston. He's a decent two or three three receiver. But what this this is this is my problem with the Jet fans. Okay, 
And let me let me let me let me get let me let me get to this thing. Greatness though. Let me, but hold on, Chris. Greatness. Well, he, you only have I mean, five hundred yards greatness. this year. Greatness. Let's let's let's. Okay. He, you said he's, go been, ahead. he's been decent. He's been decent. Okay. Okay. This is what I have a problem with the Jeff fans. I looked at the Super Bowl, and what is what is on the field for both teams? Tight ends. We have no tight ends. You guys keep talking about drafting guards and tight and tackles, and we don't have enough. Where's the tight ends? These guys had great tight ends. And if you're trying to keep Sam Donald, like most of the fan base, because I think Sam Donald's a good guy. Honestly, mm-hmm. he's a great guy. He, You know what I'm saying? He's a good good person and everything else. And mm-hmm. I would like to see that guy succeed in, in New York. You know, mm-hmm. But if you're trying to keep Sam Donald in and you're making the argument, you have to put tight ends around him. You have to put two good tight ends around him. Okay. And, and that's, that's, yeah. just the, that's just the bottom line. No, listen, listen, Chris. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. I hear your take. I understand the tight end take. I think you need to put an offensive line around him. I think you need two good I, tackles. Listen, <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Let, listen, let me tell you something. I think you need uh, okay, two good tackles. You know what I mean? But listen, listen, listen. listen. I, I'm ahead. calling you from. I'm calling you from a town where where Tom Brady won the championships. Why did he win yeah. those championships? He had Gronk. Oh, I mean, he had Aaron and yeah, but he had protection. He too. had that was there too. He had well. he had guys. He had guys that he had short throws and short reads. And those guys had to double down on Gronkowski and left those those Julian Edelmans and those other guys over the middle. My thing is that the tight end position is just as much as important as your left tackle and your your thing. And that's why Dante Skarnickia was so successful. He is. Well, okay. You guys want to give him all this money to Joe Thune, Joe Thune, and all this other things, and he's a product of of of, of Dante Scarnecchia. And like I said, I get mad at Jeff fans because I see all all these things. I'm like, dude, he's with the best offensive line coach in the history of of of, of sports. And yeah, but you, guy, you have to fifty million uh, hold dollars. Hold on, hold I mean, listen, hold on a second. Look, look, I understand what you're saying, Chris. Yes, they have a very solid offensive line coach, but you still have to you still have to be talented to go out there and get the job done, right? Just because you have a great coach doesn't mean automatically mean you're gonna become a great player. You have to have the talent to go do that. Now I do understand your take about tight ends. I get it. Travis Kelsey, phenomenal. You know, they, uh, the the other the, the Bucks got some decent tight ends as well, but what they also had and what you saw in the breakdown with the Chiefs, you talked about it. Tight ends, we need great tight ends. They couldn't get the ball to that tight end because they didn't have any protection. So I do understand what you're talking about. Listen, Joe Thune or a tight end is not the same value as a left tackle. I'm sorry, it's not. I mean, you got I, a great I, left I, tackle. I, that is I, way more important right than having a great tight end. Tackle. You left could have a tight important. end that is below average, still be able to move things. But if you cannot protect your quarterback, and ask. that's what we saw against the Chiefs, if they could not protect Patrick Mahomes, he's a dead man walking. You have to protect. Okay, let me ask so you I do question. understand you talking say, about tight ends, but you have to have protection. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question. That's more important than a tight end. Okay, let me ask you a question. You said the left tackle is important. Okay, now the Giants tight end. Oh, the Giants left tackle. He was he was he was he was in the Patriots. What did he do when he was with the Giants? Has he been the same guy? Go ahead. The Giants left tackle. He has not been the same guy mm-hmm. since he left New England. Without a doubt. No. And the Giants yeah. gave him millions okay. of dollars. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, look, I, look, right there. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's a, kind of a strong man argument. I understand what you're trying to say, but that's, that's not really proof. That's just a bad free agency signing. I mean, you could, you could say that here. But at the end of the day, that does not negate impact or the, uh, you know, the impact of yeah, having a quality left tackle. It, it doesn't negate right. that impact. I understand what you're trying you're to right. say. I get your take, but it, it's, it's not the but, same. But let, let's move forward because there's a lot, to, quite okay. a bit to talk about here. I want to get to A-Rob with you, man, because this wide receiver position is necessary here. We've got to make sure that we can get a number one guy, and we've got to make sure that we can attack free agency. I know that there's a lot of uh, fans as well that want to see us get aggressive in this free agency uh, period because last season didn't, they didn't feel like we got aggressive enough. So you look at the situation with Allen Robinson. Is he a guy that you want to target? And if so, how much, how high are you willing to go? Because everybody's saying I, 20 is the starting, 20 per year. How far north are you willing to go from 20? Allen Robinson is the East Coast guy, Penn State dude. You know, he, he'll want to come back here. But the problem is, is that if Chicago's willing to franchise him, and I think they're going to franchise him, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't think they're going to let mm-hmm. him go because talk they're, they're going to they're want a quarterback. And they're going to get rid of Trubisky. Mm-hmm. They're going to get rid of it. So I think they're going to be franchised. I wouldn't trade a number one pick for him. I think you can get – there are better options in the, in the draft. And I think that you can, you know, maneuver and think with tight ends and, 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 and other things. But, you know, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the whole thing. But I think Chicago's going to franchise. Okay. Okay. Well, look, you. I respect that. Okay, so if they franchise him, you said you wouldn't give up a number one pick. You would go to the draft. I wouldn't, you would, I you wouldn't, give up you wouldn't touch him at all. For, I, don't, I, I would – listen, it depends on, on the quarterback situation. A fans like yourself want to keep Sam Darnold. I like Sam Donald. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I truly, I, I like this kid. I think he's a great, great guy. I think he loves New York. I think he wants to win a championship. I think he feels the city. But it became to him and Deshaun Watson, you know, it's it, there's just a a a supreme talent level with Deshaun Level. He's better than Sam Donald. And I, I and yeah, like I yeah. said, at the collegiate level, at the collegiate level, mm-hmm. and at the pro level, he's just a better quarterback. But if you can't get Deshaun Watson, and you want, and the, the options that you have between Zach Wilson, which I don't think that when they say he's a West Coast, he hasn't played against anybody. And then uh, Justin mm-hmm. Fields, the, you know the Ohio State quarterback thing. <laughs> you know, it, they just well, come no. in the NFL and burn out, man. Yeah. No, listen, listen, I hear your take there. I hear your take. I, you know, I hear what you're saying. I understand, you know, you looking at the quarterback situation and that definitely could impact us again if we get Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, excuse me, the, the cap impact kind of changes there. But yeah. we still got to look at, you know, making sure that we can do whatever we can in free agency to better this. If he was a free but agent, Chris, I give listen, him man, I got to get he, back to these lines because the lines is hot right one, now. I'm going to have to let you go. I, I want to tell, go I ahead, go tell all Jeff fans, one last thing I understand. Everybody, listen, I want to say that I'm a firm believer that Todd Bowles wasn't given a fair chance. I want to say that Todd Bowles <laughs> has had the best Super Bowl history, set the best performance of a decent quarter in Super Bowl history. If he was, he was given Josh McCown, he was given Ryan Fitzpatrick, he was given Sam Donald, he wasn't given a great quarterback. So my thing is that if you gave that guy a, a fair chance, and obviously the offensive coordinator stuff, but, but if you gave this guy a great what? quarterback – and, and wait, wait, listen, listen, listen to me, wait, wait, wait. If the Jets just drafted just Deshaun Watson, wait a minute, hold up. If the Jets just just drafted Deshaun Watson instead of Jamal Adams, we wouldn't, we would be in that situation because they had a chance to do that. Well, well, Am I Chris, correct or am I not correct? Yeah, Chris, listen, 
Listen, I, I hear you, Chris, and I, you know, I respect your take. I don't agree with it yep. at all, but I got to get back to these lines. Listen, thank all you right. for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, call in. We'll definitely talk about this. Listen, I, you know, I respect Chris, and I, I got nothing but love for Chris. But let me tell you something. Everybody is trying to romanticize uh, Todd Bowles. You know, look. That, it was a car wreck. All right, baby. I remember those days. Everyone's talking about, like Chris said before he left, talking about bad quarterback play. We should have drafted this guy. He was here when we drafted Sam. <laughs> Who do you think was the head coach then? Does anybody remember all the nonsensical things that he would do during games? All the horrific timeout usage, how he didn't understand how to utilize players. My God, he had Sheldon Richardson, an outside linebacker. Go watch the game. I don't even remember the date of the game. We played the we played the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona and got destroyed. I was live at that game. Todd Bowles was fired for a reason, dude. Come on. You guys got to stop romanticizing him. You got to stop doing that. As a defensive coordinator with the Bucks, phenomenal. I used to say that. I was one of the guys calling for him to get fired. It was me. <laughs> it was me. I was doing that. All right? Great, great, solid, very solid defensive coordinator, you know, with the Bucks, He was not a good head coach here. And he's not a good defensive coordinator either, him or uh, Casey Rogers. He fired every coach that he had. Offensive coordinators, he fired every. He even fired his special teams coordinator until he could not fire anyone else. I remember he literally sat there while Ryan Fitzpatrick threw like five or it was six or seven interceptions, I think, against the Chiefs and did nothing. Just sat there. Oh, I, I wish him nothing but the best. Congratulations. Salute to him with the Bucks. I'm glad that he got a Super Bowl. He put a great defensive game plan together. They mauled the Chiefs. But do not sit here and, and, and play revisionist history and romanticize his time here and say that we didn't give him a chance. That's not, not true. I think he was here three or four years he was here. Whoa. Whew, we're going to keep getting to these lines, man. We got, we got some hot stuff going on. We get the eight four five. I'm coming to you, eight four five. Whoa, eight four five. Yeah, I, I can hear you. Thank you for calling into the show. I'm just trying to recover from uh, the Todd Bowles. <laughs> that was a car wreck. I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> tried to derail the joint. Yeah, Todd Bowles. Uh, Todd Bowles. Listen. He had his chance, you know, but it just didn't work out. Oh man, it did. Yeah, it did not. But uh, I want to move forward from that because that was insane. Uh, yeah, let's talk about this wide receiver position here. Yeah, I'm happy for him too. Um, I, I'm happy to be moved on from him as well as a head coach. When you look at our situation here at wide receiver, uh, are you resigning Bashad Perry? <clears throat> Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I actually think that right now our wide receiver room is not that bad. Um, and I did this after looking at some tape and throughout the years, uh, throughout the season, uh, we just need okay. one, we just need one wide receiver. I think if we added a Allen Robertson or Juju, uh, and kept Jameson Crowder, kept Mims and kept Perriman as a fourth wide receiver on, on, if we can, if, if depending obviously on, on contract, um, if we can get it for cheap, then uh, I wouldn't mind keeping okay. him as a fourth wide receiver on, on the team. I wouldn't say he's he's a starter though. You know, I think that he made some plays this year. I think that he has potential to uh, make more plays. Honestly, I, I've seen him wide open with, with Darnold not throwing the ball to him, and I've seen Mims wide open without Darnold throwing the ball to him. So I believe that um, our wide receiver core is not as bad as people think it is. And we just need one big 
you know, target, and that's going to make everybody else better. Okay, okay. So when you look at you talking about that big target, let's go there. Allen Robinson, what are, are, are you interested in, in bringing him in? Is that a guy that you want to sign? And if so, you look at the situation, $20 million is pretty much what everybody's saying is a starting point. How far north are you willing to do that? Absolutely. I'm willing to get uh, Allen Robinson for $20 million. I believe that he will, like I said, uh, fit in our wide receiver room and uh, kind of like mm-hmm. open it up for everybody around him. I believe that he's worth it. I think he's uh hasn't been utilized his uh, the, the capabilities to his highest capabilities in Chicago, even although he did ball out a little, you know. Um, I think that he can pop it even more and give him like a three year, four year contract. He's twenty seven right now. Mm-hmm. Uh by the time you know you know, he's uh, I know he's uh, he's just he's just in his prime, I believe. So put him on put him make him make him on number one, make Mims our number two, have Jameson in the slot, who I think Jameson is, is a baller. I think he's one of the best slot wide receivers in the league. So I don't know why people are saying that we gotta get rid of him. I don't get where that conversation is coming from. He's kinda had he had most one of the most yard some of the most yards uh out of any person in the slot for a while. He was up there and then uh he kinda dipped later on in the season. But it's not his fault that he didn't get as many yards as we expected. I believe that he had the talent to and I think that when we got uh, Different. I mean, I'm not gonna put it on Sam either. I think that you, you know, like you said before, uh, the offensive line is the biggest uh, problem on our team. I believe that Ooh, when yeah. whoever the quarterback is, it be you know Sam, whether it be Deshaun, whether it be Zach Wilson, um, Zach, well, I think Zach Wilson is his name, uh, Justin Fields, mm-hmm. whoever it is, they need a, a solid offensive line. You know, I, um, yeah. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I want to go there. We should have two things this offseason. And I think he did the first one. He nailed the coaching hire. And I, what I, the second mm-hmm. thing I wanted was uh, the best O-line in sports. In, in, I mean, in, in football right now. And I think that he's an offensive lineman. He knows what he's looking for. He got Beckton last year. This year, I know there's Kinesul. I don't believe that we need to get him, per se, because I think that mm-hmm. George Fan is pretty good. I think that George Fan is, is, a, is a, also, he's a captain on our team. George Fan, I think that he did a good job this year. We need to fix the guard and center positions, if we can get one in free agency as well. And uh, okay. if want to get Alan Robinson, that's a good start. Okay. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in. This was quite a call from you, bro. You spit a lot of fire in this call. I like this. I like this. I like this. You have some fire there. Listen, well, man, I want to thank you for calling in, my fo- my friend. You have a good night, all right? Thank you, man. You have a good night, too. Love you, you, you Take one. care. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you so much for the support. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines, man. Whew, I'm still trying to recover from that Todd Bowles take. I could, I just, I, it's, it's, it's what really. What more do you look, want from me? I'm just, I'm trying to recover, man. I'm trying to recover. I mean, I, I just look at the situation. You're smoking like, crack. Stop. You got to, man. You got to stop, man. Crack is whack, kids. Crack is whack, man. You know? But we getting back to it. We getting back to it. We got to get back to these lines. All right? <laughs> 919, I'm coming to you. I think this is my guy, Mike, from Bayshore. Mike, what's going on, my man? It's good to have you Big back yo, on you tonight. Right, bro? Bro, I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to recover, man. I don't, 
Somebody, these people talking to me about Ty Bowles, man. man. All just, these Let me tell you, man. Let's get this straight right now. Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you. You got the vanilla stallion on right now, okay? I don't try to be down. I am down, okay? I don't. Let me tell you something, cats. All right? I am here. You better listen. What in the hell is that cat talking about, man? Dude, we wanted to fire Todd Bowles. We love Todd Bowles, but didn't work out. Move on. Okay, yeah. he's talking about tight ends. Does he know how many? Dude, my man, do you realize that position takes years to develop? He's talking about two tight ends. Yeah, one's in prison, and he's gone. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Next, are we going with this, man? Let's I don't feel like I said, man. I go too crazy. I feel you. man, hey, man, like I said, man. I respect I respect it. I respect it, Mike. But Yo, I, I want to when talk you to ask you about for Bayshore, this position. is how we roll in ba- yeah. how we roll in Bayshore, my man. Let me I tell respect you, man. it. I, I respect it. I respect it. You know I don't have man? to ask to be down. Just... I know I'm down. I know. This is <laughs> this is sucker free Tuesday. But let, let, let's talk about this, Mike. Let's talk about this, Mike. You look at the situation, the wide receiver position. A lot of people are looking in right. there saying, "Hey, we got some we got some things we need to do. We got some some questions right. that need answers." Brashad mm-hmm. Perryman, are you resigning him? Mm, cheap. Okay. How cheap are we talking? I'd rather. What's the cheapest you could think you can get him for? Cheap. Cheap enough that I can sign okay. Allen Robinson. Cheap enough that mm, I can sign Allen okay. Robinson. Cheap enough well, that I can do then. that. How much are you giving Allen Robinson per year? Oh damn, Joe. I mean. I'm hearing – let me tell you, man, off the cuff, the rumors that I'm mm-hmm. hearing is that Juju wants to come to New York and he wants to come to the Chargers. You know, it breaks I'm my hearing, heart. I'm hearing some of the same things. I'm hearing the same things. Like he wants to go to Los Angeles, but at the same time, and man, I, we don't need that. I mean, I love Juju. I love what he does. Mm-hmm. I love what he brings. But at the same time, we don't need those antics on this team, man. We need a straight-up mm-hmm. one voice and – um you know, we just got to be amped, and we got to be amped the right way. And I think Allen Robinson is that silent assassin, and um, you know, mm-hmm. he he's a player that just sets the sets the tone. And we got number fifteen waiting for him. If we can sign Perryman, I would love to sign him. Man, he's got wheels. And the thing is, though, that's going to sure. open up Mims, open up Crowder. I want to keep Crowder. I think he did the best that he could. Dealing with the situation that we did. Okay, I mean, we, I'm yeah. not going to get on that other coach. I won't even say his name. But we have – I mean, pe- people have to understand what we got here, Joe. If you trade Sam Donald, okay, look at the – all right, everybody, are you listening to me? The teams that want <laughs> Sam Donald, San Francisco, yep. Indianapolis Colts, yep. maybe under the radar, Pittsburgh, Ladies and yep. gentlemen, those are playoff caliber teams and championship teams. If we yep. keep Sam Darnold and build the right players around them, Joe, I ain't going to say nothing about the 23rd pick because we've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I love you, Joe. I love you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I Go ahead, Mike. 
I'm listening. I didn't curse last week. I didn't. I I didn't. Thank I almost you, you cursed. Didn't. I didn't curse. Almost. Yeah. You. Right. What you did. I, 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 I thank you for that, and I respect okay. it. Go ahead. You right. didn't say That's it though. What? You All didn't right. say it. Go ahead. But we need <laughs> to trade out of that number two. We let there's so much upside. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you, man. If Sam Darnold was in this draft, ladies and gentlemen, with Luke Wilson, Fields, who would you pick? Don't lie. Yeah. Don't lie. Yeah. Sam yeah. Darnold. Yeah. Move on. So yeah. let's build around this young cat. Give him the respect that he deserves. Remember the Sam Darnold that played on Monday night on in Detroit that came back from a pick six. He played better against. He played better under Todd Bowles. When Bates was his mentor or offensive coordinator or whatever you want to call it, and we all know what Adam Gase does. We ain't going to go there. We know what he does. He is a damage control yeah. menace. Just because yeah, he had a yeah. beer with yeah. Peyton Manning, does, he's done nothing. We have to stay yeah. focused. Yeah, listen, Mike. Trust in Joe D. Yeah. Yeah, listen, Mike, listen. You bringing a fire right now. I got to get to these lines, though, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight because every time you call in, you bring a unique perspective, and you're a fired up Jets fan. I love it, man. Listen, I want to, I want to thank you, man, because this, this is a heck of a call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I respect Joe, you, Joe, you're the I man, man. You. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah. And thank God I did. Absolutely. Thank God I did legs this morning, so I'm very calm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. I got to get back to these lines. You have a good hey, night, man. You always, hey, you always get respect from the vanilla stallion. Keep it in the hood. All right, my man. <laughs> well, I got Mike calling in. He's, you know, he's a, he's a different type of guy. You know, he brings he brings his fire. He brings his takes. You know, we gonna keep getting to these lines. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to all my savages. It's been crazy. I'm still trying to recover from that uh <laughs> from that Todd Bowles, you know. But we're gonna keep going. I think this is my guy Val. I think this is my guy Val on the line right here. Val, is this you, my man? Yes, sir. <laughs> How Val, you doing, Joe? Val, listen, listen. If y'all don't know, Val <laughs> You don't want no problems with Val. Let me tell you that right now. Val, listen, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. We got to get right no problem, to it. Rashad Perryman, are you resigning him, bro? Um, I think we should move on. I think we should move on. I think Ooh. we've seen enough. I mean, I, I feel like we could actually get a, more of an upgrade from um, mm-hmm. Perryman, but he did show out, you know, towards the end. But the thing is, I feel like we need to get that solid number one. I don't think he's a number one. Mm. I think we could build around okay. Crowder. I really want Crowder back. That's who I want. Okay, so you're not a guy that wants to cut Crowder at all? No, I'm not. I mean, he shows up every game. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have probably been in some of the games. So I would say we definitely got to at least have Crowder around. He's a good route runner, mm-hmm. and he's consistent with catching the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I hear your take there. Now, there's a lot of fans that are interested in Kenny Galladay as well um, if he hits the market. Are you one of those fans? Or he, is he a guy that you want to chase if he's in, in the free agency mix? Uh, Kenny Galladay. I don't even – wait. Is he Kenny on the, um, the, da- 
The Lions. Oh, no. I, oh, the Lions? Um, yeah, I'm not too familiar mm-hmm. with them. I haven't watched Lions games in a while. <laughs> okay, what about Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin with Tampa Bay, he's pretty solid. He could be out there as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's a, that's, a, that's a Robbie Anderson, more of an upgrade Robbie Anderson. Plus, he's younger. He, I heard about him. He's 24 years old. He has a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. He did tend to, like, drop a couple of balls and stuff. But other than that, I think we should definitely get him. He's a person that's going to stretch out the field and stuff. So I think we mm-hmm. need that. We need somebody to stretch it out. And he could co- possibly be a number one. Possibly. So, yeah, I think no, we no. should at least Listen, God would come here. He for sure is a number one. <laughs> if, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if Chris Goblin ain't, ain't a number one, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, exactly. I hear you. I hear you. Was, was he facts, with the so Bills before, like a couple of years ago with Tyrod Taylor? No, no, he, no, no. Oh, he, was, he was drafted by Tampa Bay. He was actually. We should have oh, actually okay, have drafted okay. him. Oh, that was Goodwin. We should have okay, drafted gotcha, him, gotcha. but we took somebody else. <laughs> but oh, okay, Chris Goblin. Gotcha. Uh, is is a baller, but I, I want to ask you this as well. You know, because we, we talked about different wide receivers. I know you're super familiar with Allen Robinson, though. I, I know you absolutely. Are, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Listen, you, you look at you look at the situation. Twenty million is probably the starting point, right? That's probably the starting mm-hmm. point. A lot of people talking about that. How north of twenty million are you willing to go? What's your cutoff point? Whew. All right. So let's let's just take this into um, attacks. He's liking a lot of tweets about, you know, I understand. He's liking a lot of tweets about, you know, the coach, Robert. I think he has history yeah. with Robert because he was with the Jags and stuff. The time that he was with the Jags, Robert was the defensive coach of the Jags at the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have that little connection right there. So possibly, I don't know, he might take a, a little dip to probably 18, probably. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, Why would but, he do you know, that, you're though, saying. Wow. Why would he do that? I mean, yeah. if we even, are, I mean, there's been guys this, in the past that have liked, you know, just liked, you know, possibly coming to New York and stuff like that. I could see that, right? I understand that right. they like Stella, but people, guys want to get paid, bro. They want to get paid. That's true. Now, That's I can see true. him taking a pay cut That's if true. we, like, have a, a big-time history of winning and that we've won a Super Bowl and he thinks that we could, uh, you know, possibly win one here. You know, if we're coming off a Super Bowl win or you could clearly see we're there, but we're not there. He's going to come here. And we're still That's building. True. You know, we're probably a year or two away from really being a contender. So right. guys are going to want to cash in. And he's going to want to cash in, bro. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, again, I'm going back to it. How north of 20 are you going? Are you going 22, 23? What's your cutoff point, man? Oh, man. We got – all right, so we're going to have like $75 million in the cap if we cut some players and stuff. So I would say – Yeah, I think about seventy five, eighty million, do- something like that. With yeah, more yeah, cut. yeah. So with I, I more would cut. say I would say twenty twenty three. I I would give him twenty three. Twenty three million. Okay. And I let me let me just put this in the account real quick. I think he would take like a, a less contract if we get Deshaun Watson because I think he wants that to happen. But um, if mm. it doesn't happen, I think we would go twenty three million. That's that's the thing. Okay. I, okay. I feel like players want to play with Deshaun Watson. So you know. But you know, we we got to see how that goes. So everything is speculation yeah. right now. But twenty three million is where I'm going. Definitely got to get that yeah. number one okay. wide receiver. We need some weapons. Oh, okay. Look, I respect that, Val. So my final question for you, because you you bringing the fire tonight. Listen, mm-hmm. you watch the Bucks win that Super Bowl, my man. What are your thoughts about that? How do you feel about the game? 
Man, I think we need to get um Todd Bowles back as a heck. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, man. Don't do that. I no, just no, no, I no. just came from that place. <laughs> I just came Absolutely. from there, and you try to take Absolutely me back. Not. Is that what this is Absolutely about? Absolutely not. What, you what more do you not. want from me? <laughs> Come on, Val. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I got I got to at least poke. You know what I'm saying? But no. That's a fact. That's I, I do fact. not want him as a head coach at all. We had that. You know, he was he was solid. He was better than Adam Gase. You know, it was a nightmare, but it was it was way better than Adam Gase. But you know, he threw in the whites of towel and stuff. And you know, when we was down by two scores and stuff, just to add on. But um, going back on the Bucks, the Bucks was looking dominant. It just shows you that we need some edge rushers. We need people to get yep. to that quarterback. And and um I was looking at your video earlier today too when um mm-hmm. no, I don't think it was today but um yesterday that you posted about you know how yeah. t- um left tackles and linemen are very important. That is that just yeah. shows you an example that you need offensive line cuz they both of their offensive line um I think it was a right tackle that got the Achilles injury or something and he's out for the season and another linebacker had got injured man that team every time he called hike they was in his face the whole time I was like man I felt bad for him because he was running for his life and you know we talk about the same thing with Sam Darnold and stuff that you know he he's basically running from his for his life and stuff and he's not getting a fair shake so I definitely get that as well you know but yeah, man, it, it was a good game. But he did what he could. You know, he was running for his life. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, go go ahead, Val. I'm sorry. You know, just block practice. talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, block talk. Too much fire, bro. Oh, okay. Too much fire. Go go what ahead. Was the last I'm thing sorry. Did you heard? Say it again. Oh, okay. 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 Well, um, what was the last thing that you heard? Yeah, you you were just saying that the the importance of the left tackle and uh you know the offensive line and situation yeah. you were watching from the video. Right, right, right. So basically, he was running for his life, and it just shows you that you mm-hmm. really need linebackers. So we need to take advantage of that and try to go hard in free agency to get some guards, especially on that right side, yep. the right side and a yep. right tackle, because it was just open season over there. So you know. Anybody that's a quarterback, they need to have protection. It doesn't matter who's behind there. You're going to be running for your life. You know, it could have been Lamar Jackson or anybody. They still will get sacked. You know what I'm saying? You're going to yeah. get, you know, hurt. You know, so you, we definitely need to address that in this offseason. So as long side of wide yeah. receiver and lineman, we definitely need to address those two. Those are the top. That's a fact. That's a fact, Val. This was this was a great call from you, man. Even though Blog Talk tried to hate, they still couldn't get in the way, baby. Hey, they, man, they still you know, so much heat for Blog Talk. Give me a Give me a audience with Raiders. Popping on the hate. You know what I'm saying? Salute to you, Val. Too Salute much heat for Blog Talk, But listen, man. go ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Too much heat for Blog Talk, man. And, uh, and also, <laughs> real quick, uh, I am yeah. thinking about the Odell Beckham. You know, I was thinking about it a couple of minutes, you know, a mm. couple of days ago. I will say, mm-hmm. we don't get nobody 
possibly I would give up a third. I would give up a third. Okay, oh, finally. Man. You didn't come around. Listen, <laughs> I, I got to get to these lines because they're heating up. All right? You have a good night, <laughs> my man. All right, you too, man. Enjoy. Um, and keep everybody like and subscribe to this man. And congratulations on that thousand. Keep going, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Salute to you, man. You have a good night. Listen, Val, it took, oh, man. Val was against it. He was against it. Yo, salute to everybody that's watching the stream. Please give my stream a thumbs up as well. Uh, hit the super chat if you can. You know, everything's free, but if you feel like you want to give me a tip or donate as well, please do so. Oh, man, please again give my streams a thumbs up, man. <laughs> Let's keep getting back to these. And subscribe as well if you can. We're going to keep getting back to these lines. Block talk behave, bro. That's all I can say. Blog talk be hating. Jacob, you up next. My man, Jacob, 818. Jacob, we coming directly to you. Jacob, good How's to see going? you tonight. Thank you for calling in. Listen, yeah. are you cutting Jamison Crowder and saving the Jets $10 million? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm not, because I think he's really our only reliable wide receiver right now. Okay. okay. you got to give him the true number. I'm sorry? I said, okay, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Um, you got to give him the true number one, obviously, and then you got to give him a sure number two guy who's not going to be, you know, the superstar stud who makes the Pro Bowl every year, but somebody who's just going to mm-hmm. – you, you can rely on them to come down with the ball. They're not going to drop anything, which he doesn't. He's a very reliable guy in the slot. And I think we already have enough cap space. Like, if we were in negative cap space and we had to get rid of some money, then I think yes. But we already have so much mm-hmm. that I think another $10 million doesn't really impact how much we're going to spend this offseason. Okay, okay. Are you are you resigning Bashad Perryman? Uh, it depends on how much he's asking for. If he's asking for $7, 8000000 million again, then no. But if he's only asking for like $3 million, $4 million for one year just for depth for another year, then I would say yes because he's still, he's still very young. He's a speedster, which um, we could use. And I think – Mm-hmm. Um, you need you need depth. Like your starting three wide receivers aren't everything. Obviously, this team suffers a lot of inju- injuries, as we know, for the past few years. So having depth, yeah. uh, especially a wide receiver, that's pretty important. So I would say it just depends on the price. Okay, okay. yeah, that, that's a good take right there. What are your thoughts on Kenny Galladay? There's a lot of Jets fans that believe we should chase after him. Are you of that uh, mindset as well? Um, I think he's probably number three on my list, number three or four, I would say. Number one's definitely Allen Robinson. Number two is Chris Godwin. And then I, I think you could slide him in at the number three spot. I don't think – I wouldn't be willing to pay him more than $13, $14 a year, I think would be fair uh, for like three to four years. Okay. Um, okay. I think maybe if he played a full season, he could get a couple more million out of me, but he – Missed like half the season, so that's a little bit risky, I think. Okay, okay, yeah, look, I respect that. Now, you look at the situation, there's a lot of rumors about Will Fuller as well. Is he a guy that you'd be interested in the Jets chasing after? Um, I again, if he's going to be our number one receiver, then I would say no, mainly because I don't think there's one season that he's ever been healthy for a full 16 games. And obviously, Ooh, yeah, he had talk that talk. Big, yeah, and he uh, had a pretty big breakout season, but now it came out that he was using PEDs or something. He claims he wasn't, yep. and it was some medication that his doctor told him to take, but I don't buy that, I don't think. Um, yeah. So maybe if that's what enhanced his 
his play, then I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't trust that either. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. I respect that because I have the same exact questions about him. You know, you you talk about the issue, the injuries for me, because I watch, I do, I you know I've watched the Texans quite a bit in the past, and he was one of the guys that I looked at and I was like, man, this dude is ridiculous. Like, I mean, when I tell you, there's times where it seems like nobody can cover him because he's so fast, but he misses so yeah. much time. It's insane. And like you said, the PDs that stuff came out, but also, and I, I bring this up to people. I've watched games where Will Fuller, if he made, you know, the these, he, if he would have made the catches when when they hit his hands, he was wide open in the end zone. There's so many so many plays where he was just wide open. And he dropped the ball. Man, I'm telling you, there were games where he would have had at least 300 yards. I'm serious because yeah. he was wide open. Deshaun Deshaun Watson was just bombing the ball down to him. But this has been a great call, man. So my final question for you is, what are your thoughts about the Bucks winning this Super Bowl, man? How'd you feel about it? I got to say, my whole life, I've just been nothing but hate for Tom Brady. I've just hated this dude just every week. I'm like, oh, that was such a lucky throw and just trashing him and just everything I can to just <laughs> avoid calling him a good quarterback. But I just – it's coming to the point where if I keep saying that, I just – nobody can trust anything else I say as a football fan. So I think okay. at this point, I got to I gotta give it to him for being okay. this good at the age he is. At, and uh, I'm really happy for Todd Bowles too because he's he wasn't like Adam Gase where everybody in New York hated him and he just he's crazy yeah. and he just has his eyes flipping all over the place and just all of that. Mm-hmm. He's a he's yeah. a good guy, yeah. so I'm happy for him. Yeah. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. That's that's big of you. That that's very big of you. That, you know, very mature. Very mature. a very mature audience. I have a very mature audience, and I respect you and respect your take on that. But me, I don't give hey, a damn. Any, I don't like Tom Brady. I never do. I never do. You put Tom a good back. Nope. Every time. Every time I can slander him, I will. Alright? Every time. But I want to thank you for calling in, my man. It was good to speak to you tonight. Alright? Hey, you have a good night. Yeah, good to speak to you, too. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everybody who's watching, give this dude a thumbs up. Subscribe to his channel. Nothing but love. This dude's amazing. Shout Thank out you so me. much, man. You have a good night. Thank you for the support, bro. You too. Listen, every time I can slander Tom, I will. Every time. I respect him. But I'm not calling him a good quarterback. Not me. I'm not that mature. Everybody else is. I'm going to keep getting to these lines. Salute to all the savages. Salute to Mr. Magic. Salute to everybody in the chat, man. Salute to everybody. Salute to everybody. <laughs> I'll never call him a good quarterback, ever. He tortured us with the Patriots. Getting <laughs> back to these lines. 646, I think I believe this is a new caller. 646, I'm coming directly to you. And after that, it's 803. But 646, I'm coming to you. Give me your name. Hey, where what's you're going from. on, Joe? How's it going, uh, my, my friend? What, what's your name? My name is Dylan. I was watching YouTube. I'm a first-time oh, caller. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Okay, what's going on, Dylan? It's good to speak to you. Thank you for calling in tonight. Couldn't wait to hear from you. I know you're, you know what I'm saying, you're ready to spit these takes. Hey, listen, Rashad Perryman, are you resigning? Oh, man, it would have to be super cheap. It would have to be like four or five million cheap. 
Because what I've thought of, at least in my head, because I don't work for the organization, I'm just a fan, I think we're going to be spending a lot of money if we want to be win now in the next couple seasons. Mm. Okay. Okay, so when you so look at the situation with Jamison Crowder, uh-huh. you look at the situation with Jamison Crowder, there's a lot of fans that are saying, listen, it's time to move on because this guy is <laughs> making $10 million. They think they can take that money and put it elsewhere. Are you of that mm-hmm. mindset? Do you want to see us move on from Jamison Crowder to save that money? Um, I think Crowder is great. The issue with him is he's leaving his prime in a couple of seasons. And like I said, we're not in win-now mode. We almost went 0-16 last season. So I would love to keep Crowder. I think he's an amazing football player, but I don't think we should just because we're going to use him improperly. Okay. Okay. So now you're looking at the situation now. You're a guy that wants to move on from Crowder. I want to talk to you about the free agency market because you got to replace that production. And, and you know, I hear your take mm-hmm. there. I understand want to move on from him, but you got to get somebody else to bring him in to bring in to get that production. You know what I'm saying? That you're going to miss from having mm-hmm. him. So for me, is a guy like uh, is a guy like Curtis Samuel somebody that you're interested in? You know, it's funny watching your video for the last 30 minutes. I was writing down notes, and Curtis Samuel was my number one target. I mm. don't think he's a pure number one wide receiver, but I think he's definitely okay. in the top tier of number twos. So if we're able okay. to sign like Allen Robinson, a Fuller, a Juju, then we should definitely try to bring in Curtis Samuel too to be that number two wide receiver for us. Okay, and he's so you are New interested York. in a Juju Smith-Schuster, am I correct? I'm sorry, what did you say? I'm saying you are interested in Juju Smith-Schuster, am I correct? Uh, I mean, he's definitely not number one on my list. I would definitely prefer Galladay, Allen Robinson, possibly Will Fuller depending if he could stay healthy, since Juju is okay. he, he's very nonsensical. He just loves to do whatever he wants, and I feel like he doesn't give it all to the game, in my opinion. Okay, okay. I respect that. I respect that. So my final also. question for you is – go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go for it. Yeah, so my final question for you is, if you look at this situation here, you talked about you know possibly going after Allen Robinson. You talked about Juju, but sticking with Allen Robinson, how much are you willing to give him? Per season, man. What do you think it would take to make him a Jet? If we don't get Deshaun or even bald called Dak Prescott, possibly, since he could be a free agent, I think we have to pay Allen Robinson okay. big because he does want to ring. Ooh. He's going to be ring chasing, yeah. and that's why I brought up Deshaun and possibly Dak because if those two were go to the Jets, I feel like Richard Sherman would throw interest in and multiple stars would be ring chasing somewhat like Tom Brady's Bucks. Mm. I mean that that it take a lot because we need a lot of help. I mean the Bucks they had a lot, a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, we need a That's lot of help sure. in a lot of spaces. But Dylan, I got to get back to these lines, man. It was great to speak to you tonight. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for checking out my content. You have a good night, my friend. This is a good call from you. I want you to have a good night, though. Him. Salute to him. Salute to him. Salute to him. So, uh, Dylan, you have a good night, my friend. All right, come on. All right. Listen, Dylan called in with the fire. He has the fire, fire. I got to keep getting to these lines. Got caught a bit of callers left again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. You can call in. We're going to keep going on with the show. 803-803, I believe. This is your first time calling in as well. 803, give me your name, where you're from. And uh, are you resigning Rashad Perryman? Joe, 
My guy, Kevin Jackson, a.k.a. Spidey Blackman here on the line. How you doing? Listen, listen, listen. Fire. Anybody? Fire. Fire. Kevin, the building. Kevin, it's good to speak to you. All right? Look, Listen, it's, it's really good to talk to you, man. You've what been you doing it. Yeah, yeah, no Rashad <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm, uh, I look, I, and, and again, I'll just chalk this up to, to kind of still being a little ticked off about the whole Robbie situation, but uh, no, Rashad Perriman has, has not been good. Not only has, has, has he really only barely showed flashes, but, you know, the health issue is a concern mm-hmm. for me. I really still think that uh, the, the biggest impact I think that we'll get from our, our wide receiving core will probably be through the draft. Um, with, with, with as deep as we are uh, right now, specifically, um, with, you know, with the draft coming up, I, I still think that, um, you know, maybe maybe uh, when some of the, the maybe lesser known guys that are going to be coming out and maybe the, less, the lesser discussed guys that are going to be coming out in this draft, you know, like uh, – um, you know, uh, 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 Jamon Osborne from from Texas A&M. You know, I mean, those are those are mid tier guys, but those are still guys I think that'll be able to produce here. Uh, you know, what I'm saying Tamari mm-hmm. Terry from Florida State. I, I really like that guy too. Six four, you know, four five, four five forty, two hundred pounds. Um, those I think those are the kind of guys that we're we're probably going to see the biggest impact from if we actually do decide to bring in. Yeah, they're going to go after a free agent guy. I'm just not sure. You know, the names are going to be crazy. And uh, I, you know, obviously, I know the the biggest point about free uh, agency this season is, is what happens with Deshaun. You know, that's the biggest deal. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, just staying on with the wide receiver position because you're already bringing a lot of great takes. There's a lot of people, a lot of fans that are looking at Jamison Crowder right now and saying, "Listen, you know, you've done some great things for us, but that 10 million, that's way too much to give you. Uh, we're ready to move on from you, take that money, and try to, you know, put it somewhere else on this team that needs help." Are you of that mindset as well? Do you want to move on from Crowder and save that money? I think that's another unfortunate side effect of hunger. No, I don't think we should move on mm. from Jamison Crowder. Uh, I, but 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 okay. let me let me put it in, in in terms of this because I mean, what has he got? Another year, some change on the contract. Um, I think you mm-hmm. could do a lot worse in trying to bring in another guy that isn't as defined in his role as what Jamison Crowder does for us here. I, mean, I know there's a lot still up in the air with regards to how our offense is actually going to look um, with, uh, you know, with, with the new regime coming in. So, you know, obviously there, there's some legitimate questions about who's going to have what type of role. Um, but I just think that Jamison Crowder, man, Jamison Crowder is a known commodity. Um, you know, really considering the fact that really all that we are bringing back as of right now is, uh, you know, Denzel Mims that, that we know for a fact is, is you know, is, is going to be here and going to be able to produce at a certain level. Um, I know there's a lot of folks who like, um, what's the kid's name? Um, Lord have mercy. He, he's coming up behind him. Uh, okay, I'm like, you know, I, I do this. I have, I'm having a little part right now. No, the, the, the slot Are you talking guy, about Denzel Mims? Uh, no, I'm talking another about the slot guy. guy. Um, yeah, the, the guy that we have the, the, um, that just – uh, why, why I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna say his name. You're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that guy. He's he's been here for a minute already." <laughs> um, oh, the guy that came over from, from the guy that came over from from New England um, that we got from the Patriots. Oh, Barrios. Yeah, there it is. That's the one. Braxton Barrios. Barrios. I know there's Braxton a lot of guys Barrios. that like they, they like Barrios. 
There are a lot of folks like Berrios. And uh, I'm I'm not as okay. high on Berrios, to be honest with you. But I do think that, you know, some folks that say that he has similar, you know, a, a similar skill set to what Jamison Crowder brings, I think, I don't know, I think that's kind of a crazy take. But um, I, I really just think that we are probably going to go after a, a, a named free agent. I'm not going to say a huge name. I think we are going to go after a named free agent. But I still am more excited about what we do in the draft with regards to the receivers. Okay, okay. So my last question for you, because I know you want to kind of you saying you want to? Are you saying you want to stay away from chasing any big name wide receiver free agents at all? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean I, I think that we're gonna we're gonna pursue one or or you know we might possibly pursue two. I'm not sure if we land both of them, but I think free agency okay. is probably and I mean just 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 from my perspective, I think all of the big money that we should spend in free agency should be either at edge. Or offensive line. I, I really think that you know maybe even the corners, you know, uh, to kind of solidify that room because I do like Bryce Hall, um, and I think that we okay. have some serviceable guys. But I think we're going to need to spend money in those three areas first and foremost: at edge, offensive line, and uh, and cornerback. I think that really is where we should probably concentrate a lot of what it is that we spend in free agency this season, and maybe even add another linebacker. I know you know we got the. We got Mosley coming back supposedly, but we're really not sure what Mosley's going to look like. So um, there should yeah. be some some attention paid to that also. Okay, yeah. Listen, Kev, you bringing a fire right now. My last question for you is because I we didn't ask everybody tonight. Allen Robinson, big target for a lot of people. I know you want to. Yeah. You're talking about edge. You're talking about offensive line. But let me tell you something. We need a number one, and we need one right we now. <laughs> and this we guy do. is phenomenal. Okay. $20 million yeah. is what I'm thinking the starting point is. That's what a lot of other people are thinking as well, right? How north, uh, first off, do you want Allen Robinson? Second off, how north of $20 million are you willing to go? What is your cutoff point? You know what? Um, I think $20 million is the baseline for Allen Robinson. Um, mm-hmm. Allen Robinson is, is a stellar wide receiver, man. I mean, real talk, he would actually – he would come in and immediately – command all of the attention. There's no question about that. Um, it, I, I think that the value that he brings based on what it is that we pay him really is going to be determined with what it is that we do at quarterback. Um, and, and that to me, is, is that, that, that really is kind of the, 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 the X factor in everything that we do. Um, do we really go hard after Deshaun? If we go hard after Deshaun, um, then yeah, you you, you give uh, Allen Robinson twenty five million for for three years. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you kind of lock that down. Um, but again, uh, you know, when I I say we're going to go after a name, I think I think Robinson is probably the 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 silver bullet kind of you know case. Like if you, if you get him, that's it. You know, you really don't you know you kind of just hope that what it is that you do in the draft it will just be enough to fill out that room. But I mean, we could go mm-hmm. after that. I've I've heard some of the guys. Talk about Curtis Samuel tonight. I mean, yes, I mean it, it might not be the sexy pick, but I mean we're talking about functional football. And you know, Joe, we, we, you and I we yeah. talked about this functional football for years. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. a I think that's a functional football move. Just considering how much really needs to get done. So I I would love to Alana Robinson. I really would. I think that that would be a phenomenal choice, not just for the organization to add that star power. Um, but, you know, also two and twos in the offense. But, again, and, and I'll just say this, and, and you know me, I, I try to, you know, keep my takes within the reasonable uh, area. 
Um, we, we're kind of <laughs> yes, not sure what to expect from this offense. You know, this, this offense, I mean, it's undefined as of right now. I still think, yeah. and I'll just, I'll just end on this because I don't want to take up all your show, but I'll just end on this. I still think mm-hmm. that Chris Herndon has the ability to really kind of prove some of the doubters wrong by coming back and having a strong <laughs> showing. We know that San Francisco, you know, they, they like what it is that they do with their tight end. He had a horrible season last year. Horrible, horrible season. Yep. But the guy is still talented. And I think that, you know, coming in, new attitude, new offense, new role uh, being defined, I think Chris Herndon has an opportunity to be a big part of what it is that we do. And that does kind of minimize the need to have an Allen, Allen Robinson type on the outside. But we can get a guy who can who can still be good. You know, I'm, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying dismiss the fact that we do need a one. I'm just not. I'm just not sure how far I would go with you know saying let's let's pay him twenty five million, pay him thirty million. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, Kev. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, man. It was good to speak to you, man. Seriously, I, you know I always love talking football with you. Let's get this out of here. Quality content, yeah, no question. So I've been in school, so I've been missing a lot of the quality content. Um, look, keep doing you, my man. I'll be back. All right, thank you so much. I want to hear from you more, Kev. I'm telling you, I have a show. I need you to will. hear from you more often, my man. Trust All me, right. I'll, I'll you be have here, a good night, man. You too, Absolutely. Bro, thanks. All right. Listen, Kev, Kev, Kev be bringing fire. I, you know, it is what it is. Kev be bringing fire. He be bringing fire. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep getting to these lines that we got some callers. Getting short a little bit of time, but we definitely gonna give everybody their time. Salute to all the savages in the chat again. Please like my uh, like my stream. Please give it a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Turn on your notifications. Hit that super chat if you can. You can also hit my cash app as well. That's in my link tree. Um, so we're gonna keep getting to these lines. I believe this is Chris. Chris, you're next up eight five seven. Chris, what's going on? Good to speak to you tonight. Give me your thoughts on the possibility of the Jets cutting Jamison Crowder to save $10 million. Are you a fan of that? Do you want to see that happen? Listen, um, I called in earlier, but I just want to defend myself because a lot of Jeff fans have been killing me. Okay? okay and go ahead. I want to explain, yeah, I want to explain, like, where I'm from because a lot of Jeff fans are not from New York or Long Island. I'm originally in Long Island. I was there when the Parcells regime came in. After this, and it was a distinct difference from the previous regime into the Parcells regime. We lived around these guys. We saw the difference. We saw the, the intensity mm-hmm. as far as what they had. So that, to me, that was the most successful um, thing of Jets football. Honestly, I'm from the area. I'm yeah, a graduate yeah. of Harvard University. So mm-hmm. when I yeah. see no, look, I, like, I, listen, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Chris, I, I hear you, my man, and and I hear what you're saying. I know people, you know, you, you're ready to, to to raise that flag and talk that Jets. You know what I'm saying? We spoke to you a bit. But we, we got to get to other people as well tonight. So I want to thank you, you know, for calling in. You have a good night. All right. So we're gonna keep on getting to these lines. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna give everybody their time. I respect everybody. We're gonna go to my old Jets fan here, man. We're gonna go to my old Jets fan. Listen. My old Jets fan calling in. What's going on, my friend? It's good to speak to you tonight. Give me your thoughts on the possibility of the Jets moving on from Bashad Perryman. Is that something that you want to see, or do you want to see him resign? 
862? Yeah. 862? Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually Good here. to speak to you tonight. Yeah, give me yeah. your thoughts on so the Jets. What was the question again? The pyramid. Is that something you want to see? Yeah, so just tell me what the, the question is. Uh, do, do you want to see the Jets move on from Bashad Perryman? Do you want to see him re-sign, or do well, you the, like them to the keep him moving? Well, the truth is, a wide receiver is the least important uh, – uh, uh, the least important uh, player on the field. So I'm not going to overpay for him. That's what I mean. Okay, okay. Uh, what are your thoughts about – uh, Allen Robinson, though, because Allen Robinson is phenomenal. This is a guy that can definitely make a change within our offense. Do you think that he's a guy yeah, that we should go after? I, I would agree with you, but um, mm-hmm. if you can't block, like if, if well, I would take Prentice Sewell for the number two pick or a Wayland Slater, is okay. that his name? Wayland mm-hmm. Slater? Uh, yeah, there's, there's some guys up uh, there. All right, right, right. I would take them. Because if you can't block, you really can't do anything. So a wide receiver is yeah. like the cherry on uh, 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 what do you call that? Uh, it's a cherry on top. It's not. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you I, I think the that, I mean, wide receiver position is pretty dropped. important. It's definitely an impact position. Uh, definitely, you know, something that can absolutely affect your offense if you don't have them out there and they're not good enough. You know what I mean? So I think that we definitely do need to make sure we can do whatever we can to, you know, have a wide receiver in the building, especially a number one like Allen Robinson, because he's going to bring the fire for us. He's a guy that can change our outlook, change what we do, and he's going to make defenses respect us. So I think that that's huge. So I'm going to keep getting to these lines. I think we lost him. Uh, Hopefully he can call back. We lost you, uh, my old Jeff, and I love talking to him. I don't know where he went, but – we're going to keep on getting to these lines. Got a little bit of time, so I'm going to get a quick take from Jason. Jason, I believe, you know, calling in. This is my guy, Jason. Listen, Jason, we got a little bit of time left in the show. I definitely wanted to hear from you and get your takes on this. What are your thoughts about the Jets moving on from Bashad Perryman? Is he a guy that you want to bring back, or are you ready to just let him go ahead and, you know, off into free agency and find another team? Well, um, since I got a limited time, we'll just cut to the chase. Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm gone. Half of the time he was injured. The other half of the time, he was dropping balls. There was times where he, um, in the Browns game, there was one mm-hmm. he could catch if he wanted, if he tried, but he just didn't care about it. So, to be honest, I, I just want him out. And um, with Crowder, okay. it's interesting um, as well. It's If you're going to use that money to help, um, to benefit, like you take him out and go get like Alan Robinson, I might say mm-hmm. yeah, but it's Alcuado is basically our only good receiver so far. Denzel Mint, it's still a wild card right now, but mm-hmm. after that, we haven't. It's so it's hard. It's very hard. We need talent, and um, to be honest, I'm kind of upset with the whole Tom Brady won the whole Super Bowl. I'm not a big fan of that, but mm-hmm. um, it's nothing. Patrick Mahomes, he um, he did everything he yeah. could do. It was just Again, receivers went, and we sh- we saw they they just dropped everything. Even it, it hit their face mask a couple of times. He was so accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's absolutely crazy. And again, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in. I know we have to get a quick take for you. 
because I got to move on. But I want you to thank you. I want to, again, I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good night, my man. Yeah. It was great to hear from him. Listen, I got to, I got to close out the show. Um, I got to pretty, I got to everybody tonight. Um, so this, that was the last call right there. Again, I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. It was phenomenal to speak to everybody. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. Want to go back and forth? No problem. <laughs> I am the troll that lives under the bridge. My Twitter is youngj000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. We can go back and forth. Also, the show's page is The Long Beach Joe Show on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? We can go back and forth there as well. On YouTube, it is Long Beach Joe Jets. Subscribe to my content. Give me a thumbs up. Turn on your notifications. Troll me back and forth in the comments. I love going back and forth with folks as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, okay, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. It will cost you absolutely nothing. The hugs are always made free. You folks have a good one. Peace.